Your witness to your spouse. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, friends. We're moving on in 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Paul stays on the theme of marriage and relationships. Uh, We're going to be looking at verses 8 through 16 today. Uh, So thank you so much for coming back by to study today. And uh, let's get into the text after we go to the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you for uh, this uh, sunny spring day. Uh, What a reminder of your care and love. Uh, You're with us every step of the way, and we give you thanks for that. Thanks also for your word, Lord, and we pray that we would be tuned in to the sound of your voice, that we might uh, receive what you have for us today. And we ask all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, here's 1 Corinthians 7, 8 through 16. Now to the unmarried and the widows, I say, it is good for them to stay unmarried as I do. But if they cannot control themselves, they should marry, for it is better to marry than to burn with passion. To the married I give this command, not I but the Lord. A wife must not separate from her husband, but if she does, she must remain unmarried or else be reconciled to her husband, and a husband must not divorce his wife. To the rest I say this, I, not the Lord. If any brother has a wife who is not a believer and she is willing to live with him, He must not divorce her. And if a woman has a husband who is not a believer and he is willing to live with her, she must not divorce him. For the unbelieving husband has been sanctified through his wife, and the unbelieving wife has been sanctified through her believing husband. Otherwise, your children would be unclean, but as it is, they are holy. But if the unbeliever leaves, let it be so. The brother or sister is not bound in such circumstances. God has called us to live in peace. How do you know, wife, whether you will save your husband? Or how do you know, husband, whether you will save your wife? Now, this is good advice, and Paul is being really clear here on the topic of um, marriage uh, and believing couples. Uh, And he's being very clear on the topic of uh, those who are unmarried and those who are widows. He says to the unmarried and widows, it's good for them to stay unmarried, as I do. In other words, he's once again advocating celibacy. Um, but if they cannot control themselves, they should marry. Better to marry than burn with passion. And so if you recognize that celibacy is not your gift, um, Paul advocates that you uh, meet, court, and marry a person that is compatible with you so that you can engage in uh, the expression of sexual intimacy within the context of your marriage. Um And if you have the gift of celibacy, Paul advocates that you stay celibate. Uh, Then he goes on about uh, married people. He says, uh, to the married, I give this command. A wife must not separate from her husband, but if she does, she must remain unmarried or else be reconciled to her husband, and a husband must not divorce his wife. And so um, if separation... Uh, takes place between a believing couple. Paul says the standard is that they remain unmarried until they reconcile, until or unless they reconcile. And he says this is a direct revelation from the Lord, not a command from him. And uh, the same is true for husbands in that circumstance. Pretty clear, not a lot of wiggle room. 
Um, it does not address some issues like abuse, um, long-term neglect, those kinds of issues, which I believe bring the discussion to a very important place that uh, Paul's words here don't consider. And then he goes on to say uh, to the rest, um, if you have a wife and you're a believing man, but she is not, if she's willing to live with you, stay with her. If you have a husband who's not a believer and you are the wife who is a believer and he's willing to live with you, stay with him. Uh, For your witness in their life may be the thing ultimately that brings them to saving faith. Now, they can't ride into heaven on your coattails. And so it's careful that we don't misunderstand Paul's words here. Uh, It's primarily, Paul is saying, your witness to them has the chance of winning them to saving faith in Christ. Um, And so if you're in that circumstance, you're a believer and your spouse is not, I would pray for you that you continue uh, to love them well, to stay committed to your marriage covenant, and um, lift them in prayer daily that their eyes would be opened and they would come to see Jesus for who he is and come to saving faith in Christ and that you would see your witness to them as one of your primary ministries until they become a person of faith. All right, my friends, this is a good word. Um, It's pretty straightforward and cut and dried. Um, Paul is very clear here. On the issue of abuse and neglect, I think there is definitely... Um, room there for us to have an expanded view of the Bible's intent. Uh, Neglect is a form of abuse in my mind, and physical and other types of abuse um, are in my mind also, and I think in the mind of Scripture, um, a a break in the covenant that would give a person a reasonable biblical um, purpose to exit a marriage. Obviously, God loves you, and He loves your spouse, but He does not want you to stay in circumstances that would be ultimately harmful to you or your children. And so we use wisdom, and we seek the wisdom of other mature believers in those circumstances, but um, clearly God's desire is not that you would stick it out in in an incredibly abusive situation. All right, my friends, God bless. Thanks for listening. We'll pick up again tomorrow and the second half of 1 Corinthians 7. God bless.